This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. experience we just had to do it again hello and welcome into our nbc sports studio coming up we will have live e-nascar racing featuring the drivers of the e-nascar peak antifreeze i-racing series as they compete in digital replicas of the cup series cars you watch each weekend today they're going to race on a virtual version of a classic nascar track for nearly 40 years, Rockingham Speedway in North Carolina hosted the top levels of NASCAR. Today, some of the best iRacers in the world are going to get a piece of the rock. They are practicing right now, getting ready for green flag in minutes. Here's the format for today's all-star race. 32 iRacers in the field. Some are racing for NASCAR organizations and eSports teams. Others are racing as independents. This 90-lap event will have a competition caution halfway. In fact... Parker, Jeff Burton, and Steve Letarte all have teams. Parker Kligerman is in the sim. He's going to be walking us through things along with A.J. Allmendinger from over there. So you can see Steve Letarte is in our Charlotte studio. Now, Steve, you spent a lot of time at Rockingham as a young tire specialist. How cool to be going back virtually to Rockingham. Well, that's the beauty of what iRacing allows, right? Is we could take whatever car to whatever track. So a month ago, it was cup cars at Iowa. So many people wanted to see what a cup car would look like. And now the fans, they wanted to know, they wanted to see racing again at Rockingham. Well, we can deliver that with this iRacing series. Rockingham, such a special place, crowning champions over the years, pit crew competitions. It's a tough racetrack. It was tough then. I expect it to be tough today. Well, yeah, the last cup race, what, 2004? Is that right? Do you remember who won, Steve? 2004, Matt Kenseth, That's right. I remember that. All right, how about some drivers to watch today? Give us some names. Well, Kenseth won in 2004, so let's stick in the Roush Fenway organization. Zach Novak, the 17-year-old out of Connecticut, he is the 2018 Ignite Series champion. That's for 16 and under drivers. He won that a year ago. Now he's the points leader in the Peak Series. He's trying to cap off another championship season. I expect him to be good and his teammate as well. Driving the 17 car, we have Michael Guest, the 21-year-old, has zero real-world experience. Sim racing only since 2009. He lives up in Indianapolis. He's a sophomore in college. I expect both Roush Fenway cars to run well today. Okay, Connecticut, Indiana, but these drivers come from all over the world literally today. Yeah. The beauty of sim racing, you don't have to be in the same location, not the same state, not even the same country. We're going to have a couple drivers coming from Germany at the Nürburgring. There's an eSports conference over there. And how about this right here? Keegan Lehay, Lehay, I was going to get it correct, from Halifax, Nova Scotia, drives for G2 Motorsports, 25 years old. And check out this sim rig he's in. 
motion activated. You see the seat moving around, and I love his driving shoes the best. That's how I do my sim racing. Socks. That way you can feel the pedals even better. So we expect great things out of Keegan after 11 o'clock at night over in Germany. So, yeah, I just was going to say that, the local time. That's so cool. Well, this past Tuesday, we're going to check in with Steve throughout the hour. But this past Tuesday, the peak iRacing series began its playoffs at the virtual Darlington Raceway. But the title contenders were topped by a teenager, 16-year-old Ashton Crowder. Crowder inherited the lead after a late caution and held off playoff driver Zach Novak over the final 14 laps to pick up the first win of his career and for Burton Kligerman Esports. And Parker is at our NBC Sim with AJ to walk us through today's race. So Parker, congratulations on last week's win. Your driver making you proud and he's on the pole today. Appreciate it. Yeah, he's taking that momentum as I try to not wreck here in practice. But yeah, he's taking that momentum and moving it here into this all-star race. And AJ, I think it's the uh, bonus program I set up with them since we got Steady MD on board. Kind of give them a little extra motivation. Apparently, Ashton Crowder just goes out there and gets that first win. Well, I love you, it. You put a little money up for these kids, all of a sudden they get up on the wheel. It's about time. You've just been paying them nothing. So they get up on it, get you a victory finally. But we're here at Rockingham, and we've talked about this many a times between ourselves. You love this place. One of your favorite racetracks in real life. You won the ARCA race in 2009. So how does it play out in iRacing compared to real life? It's incredible. This is one of the most impressive tracks when they've scanned, all of them are very impressive, but this one's so impressive because it has so many bumps, it has so much character, and all of that is in the sim. I mean, literally, where I place my left front into turn one, where I want it as I go through turns one and two, what the bumps do and how the banking changes out of two, and then the same thing in the three and four. It's all exactly like it was in real life, and the eerie part is you actually have to do all the same things that you would have done in real life, and you fight all the same problems. So it's just incredible how realistic this racetrack is. The one thing you left out there, though, about me winning 09 is I'm actually engraved on a rock there now. So, I mean, I just thought I'd remind you. Oh, okay. That's yeah. shocking yeah. that you would remind us of that. Yeah, you know, I couldn't let you forget. These are fixed setups, though. So, what are you really having to guard against? We know Rockingham is notorious for the tire wear. Are we guarding against the right front, the right rear, or a little bit of both? It's a little bit of both. It's no different in the sim than real life. I mean, this place, you would fall off probably a couple seconds here over a run as we go about you know running laps. The thing is, the outside groove might not come in as much as we'd hope, so I think you really need to protect that right front, but at the same time, you can't abuse that right rear. In real life, you always are fighting either or. One tire you're abusing too much, you're gonna pay the price later in the run. It's no different than the sim. If you abuse either the right front or the right rear too much, you're gonna pay the price later in the run. So I gotta protect both of them. I don't know how I'm gonna do that. Hopefully I do it better than I did Iowa, uh, but I've only gotta be better at 31st, so I got a low bar set. Well, Krista, uh, after Parker's poor performance at Iowa, they were going to have me do this, and then they um, they saw me run at Watkins Glen <laughs> on, on the show, and um, they said, no, I'm never allowed to be in the sim ever again. So That's we're going to watch true. Parker again today take it to the front, starting 15th. Okay, so Parker's in that number one car, the NBCSN car, so keep an eye on that throughout the next hour. As we said earlier, Ashton Crowder leading the field to green today. This is what he's going to be seeing from behind the wheel of his iRacing setup, very cool. Ashton Crowder in that number 77. 22-year-old Michael Conti from Junior Motorsports, he's ready to go. Now when he's not iRacing, he works as a business development supervisor for Rick Hendrick's group of luxury car dealerships. How about that for multitasking? And Ben Nelson uses VR goggles to race for Team Dillon Esports, owned by Austin Dillon. The 24-year-old from Florida works as an automotive technician. Got some talented guys in the field today. 
Well, it's almost time to go green live. E-NASCAR racing from the virtual Rockingham is on the way next on NASCAR America. returns with the Southern 500 at Darlington Raceway this Sunday at 6 Eastern here on NBCSN. But right now it's time to go E-NASCAR racing. Our all-star race is about to begin. The voice of the peak antifreeze iRacing series, Evan Pasako, has the call. Hi, Evan. Thanks, Chris, and welcome everybody to the virtual Rockingham Speedway, and we're getting set for some NASCAR action. Happy that you're with us. Let's go trackside and take a look at our iRacing starting grid. You mentioned Ashton Crowder, our Peak Series winner from Tuesday. He's on a pole with a 22.231 to bring us to the green flag today alongside Zach Novak, a driver to watch in second position. Michael Conti starting third, Matt Busa fourth, and Jake Nichols through your top five. Yeah, you see right there, Mullis, Luza, Afala, Clearman back there in 15th. Oh, there we go. Nathan Lyon rolls off 7th in the Lazar Esports entry. Doing a nice job, the 22-year-old, a student. Also an Amazon delivery driver. Not sure if the experience driving around the city is going to help him at the Rock. We'll have to see. You see there, the Jimmy the Mullis order in 11th. Got yeah, the rest of the running order get a scroll through here. Starting. We got uh, one pace lap, so ready to rock and roll with the uh, lights off on the pace car. Get ready. Big one there, 19th, Nick Ottinger, starting 19th. He was our all-star winner at Iowa in the 47. Some colors that I know there, Steve. Yeah, some experience back there, starting 21st and 23rd. A couple mid-30-year-olds. Did you see the rest of the running order roll across? We're going to get this race started. That's right, let's go sim racing at Rockingham. Green flag in the air, and it is that 77 to Crowder. Leads the inside battle for the race lead. He'll pull up and clear down the back straightaway. Getting to the inside, probably going to be critical early in this 90-lap contest, and Crowder's enjoying the battle side-by-side side for second position. That's Michael Conti, the eight-car, driving up from the second row. He's challenging Novak two-by-two. That's pretty much throughout the entire field here. Everybody tries to get their way through, but the 77 machine's under fire. Conti, he'll make the pass for second. Looking to the bottom of the racetrack. So another challenge side-by-side side for the race lead. Just two laps into it, and he's got it. The junior motorsports car. Michael Conti going to go to the race lead early in this one, and it is going to be very difficult for drivers, Steve, to just kind of lock it in right around here with how much you're up and on the wheel. Yeah, it's going to have to be a place where you're going to have to take care of your tires. A 90-lap race will have an automatic yellow at lap 45. You see right there the number six of Novak, who's the points leader in the Peak Series, currently running in the second position. The 77's back to third, and as you mentioned, the cars kind of back the corner up, roll around the bottom, patient to the throttle. Oh, it looks like Novak may have the position as he hooked the bottom there and won, but the top rolling pretty good on exit. It's not bad. They've been doing a good job of also trying to rubber in this racetrack. So these cars have actually been on track for the last hour or so, getting some practice in. And with iRacing's dynamic track surface, as more rubber gets put down, that groove could actually wind it out a little bit, and you have more options. We do have some battles back in the pack as the 77 to Crowder, your pole sitter, had a very good start, but teammate Logan DeClampett making the pass on him. So those Burton Clearman Esports entries throughout the field. 
and curious if that 77 car is going to try to pick this one up to move into a long run as well. But, I mean, you look at your top 10 right now. They're single file. Jimmy Mullis, another driver to watch for. The 46 is challenging Chris Overland for 8th and ninth position on the racetrack right now. And you know, the bottom is where you want to be, this progressively banked Rocky to Ham Speedway. Just a little over a mile in length, but uh, so fun to see cup cars back on track. I, I know they're not the same cars as what we saw Steve talking about last time we were here in 2004 and you guys had already made the point that one of the coolest things about this iRacing service is there's battling throughout the field is you can do any car track combo you want so cup cars at Iowa that's a fun fantasy that the fans have really been asking for but they really want to see cup cars back in Rockingham and it's about as close as you can get right now. I agree and I really like the looks of that white and blue with the bright colored number five of Matt Booster right there just watch how patient he is just like the rock of years past, left front painting that yellow line. There's more grip in the paint, just like there is uh, in the real racetrack. As we go back up, this is the battle for the lead, the six of Zoe Novak trying to run the eight of Conti down. Conti leaves the bottom open, Evan. I'm a little shocked by that, but he's really opening up the exit. We'll see if he does right here. Chooses to run the second lane, gives the six clean air on the bottom, but the exit of Conti in that blue and pink numbered eight off the top looks really nice. When you mentioned these two guys, Conti and Novak, they are two of our playoff drivers fighting for the championship in the EDAS car Pekina Freeze I Racing Series. So they're trying to compete for a lump sum of a prize pool that sits over $100,000, $40,000 to the champion. So none of that on the line today, but maybe this is one of the race wins they want more than any others. Novak again peeking to the inside. We saw him do that a couple of laps ago, actually got the nose there, wasn't able to take the spot away. But you're right, Conti is leaving that bottom about a lane and a half open on the inside. And maybe it is true down at three to four that that groove has started to widen out a little bit, but even down here, the six car peaking again. Yeah, and Conti, the leader of the race, he knows what he's doing. The 2014 iRacing champion has a lot of experience. We can take you on board, just like in real life. We're on board with the second place car, the six of Novak. This shows, and you see those sparks. That's the track bar mount. Just like in real life, these cars are trying to get all the travel they can. You're going to see a lot of sparks early, but the tires will actually build pressure dynamically in the simulation, just like they will in real life. You see filter time on the back of that car out of Junior Motorsports. Running well, looking good. I mean, you're going to see this right here is the move, but it's so hard to get the power down underneath. We'll see if the six can pull it off. When these little differences from driver to driver may be the most exciting thing to watch because all of these cars are running a fixed setup. So it's completely identical equipment. There is no change team to team. Now, if we're talking about a peak series race, that's open setups. You can do so much with these cars on the service that there are big teams behind the scenes here who do a lot of R&D for that. But tonight, everybody on the racetrack, it doesn't matter if it's a Ford, a Chevy, or a Toyota. They are all 100% even. So this is going to come down to driver strategy. Conti made that drive to the race lead. Don't sleep on Logan Clampett, though. The number 99 machine, only a half a second back in third. He started P6, has already made a couple of passes, and is actually reeling in Zach Novak. So maybe the six car has to take a glance into the rearview mirror and keep an eye on that steady MD car coming up through the field. Is AJ also back? You talk about traffic. Parker's back at 18th spot right now in a line with the likes of Malik Rayfield. Diaz and others. Yeah, Parker having to deal with a little bit of dirty air and, and the way the air works virtually is the same way in real life. You get behind the car and you start to lose a little bit of grip, a balance. So Parker having to be careful not to burn these tires up. He's worked hard 
in practice here. We see him running the bottom. Nick Ottinger right there behind him. So Parker's really worked on trying to make sure he's taking care of the tires. With this fixed setup, he was working on it. It seemed like if he overdid it, he could really cook the right front a little bit more than the right rear. So he's having to fight that a little bit, being patient, and that's what's tough around here. When you're running kind of mid-pack, 18, you want to get aggressive, get after it. But if you do that, you can easily burn the tires up and start to lose pace. If you're not entirely familiar with this iRacing service, all these cars and all these tracks are laser scanned with a millimeter accuracy. So all those bumps, the thing that make Rocky Ham so uh, a physical of a racetrack to try to get up and around, you talk about how historically a very abrasive racetrack, it's about as close to the actual thing as you could get. So, I mean, this race, to kind of talk strategy a little bit, Steve, the good thing for these cars tonight, we're looking at a 90-lap race. Caution flag halfway home. You don't have to get too thick into the weeds for strategy, but I mean, we're talking about a lot more tire wear and a 20 lap longer race than what we saw at Iowa last month. So you do have to make some changes from that first all-star race. Yeah, you have to make some changes, have to make some adjustments. So you mentioned the setups being the same underneath the hood of these iRacing cars. What is not the same is the setup that each driver uses. This is Ben Nelson, the number 33 driver out of Dillon Esports, the 24 year old down in West Palm Beach, Florida an automotive technician. He went to Wake Technical College. He has a little bit of karting experience, but not a lot. He chooses the VR look. Check out that virtual reality headset on the right-hand side. You're seeing everything he's seeing. He sees the steering wheel, the digital dash, just like in your standard cup car. That You see the running order. It's kind of floating right there, right next to the left side of his steering wheel, so he understands where he's at and how he's running right here. But this is a great setup right there with the VR as he's inside another car for 25th, Evan. Yeah, so many different ways to get involved in the iRacing service. Michael Conti in the number eight car, though. He's into control. We're 20 laps completed for the virtual Rockingham Speedway. We'll stay side by side with the battle. Racing action continuing here for the virtual Rockingham Speedway. You're watching the E-NASCAR iRacing All-Star Race on NASCAR America on NBCSN. You've been keeping tabs on it with E-NASCAR nonstop. Michael Conti, still our race leader. He's about a tenth of a second ahead of Zach Novak, Logan DeClampett, Ashton Crowder, Matt Busa, our top five. 29 laps down, though, Steve, this time through from the Rock. It's a 90-lap race, but we will have a competition caution at about the midway point, 45 laps in so step back a couple of spots around p10 the cars that have picked up a few spots here or there they're really looking to get a few more before that comp yellow get a good opportunity for a late race restart yeah novak here in the six he doesn't know if he should be looking out the window or in the mirror as he attacks the leader that blue number with the pink number eight the leader of conti is novak pulls to the bottom a battle for the lead he's going to be door by door i think he's going to clear him this time off the corner squeezes up side by side down the back stretch and that is going to perhaps give up the second position. Can Clampett take advantage? He's on the outside in that white with the blue number, number 99. We have the six of Novak on the bottom. Some good side-by-side -side racing in second. See there, Clampett being able to hold Novak down, and that's the thing here at Rockingham. Novak not being able to clear for the lead off the corner. We see him get mega loose off the corner now, having to keep more steering wheel on the car because he wasn't able to clear for the lead has really kind of made that right front tire mad, which you start throttling up and makes the right rear tire mad. So Novak was going for the lead, wasn't clear. Now he's heated up both right front and right rear tires. Going to have to take a little break, reset himself, and take another run at it there, Evan. 
Yeah, the six has been trying. He was almost clear on Conti off of the quarter, but you saw how aggressive that eight car was just coming right back. And instead of going to the race lead, which is what it looked like was going to happen, Novak actually falls back into third position. These drivers, though, their lap time, Steve, as we get deeper and deeper into this run, we're already looking at two seconds of fall off from some of the faster laps that they ran in the opening couple of laps of this race. It's not really something we see as much with this 2019 package, but at Rocky Dam, it's certainly a big factor. Yeah, look back here. We've been showing you the leaders, which is somewhat single file. Anything but single file back in the pack. And just like you would imagine, on the cup level, these drivers all have spotters. You can use the spotter that iRacing provides. It's a digital voice. It's actually TJ Majors, the spotter for Joey Logano, is the default spotter voice. But you can have your own spotter just like in the real world. We see right there, that's Parker Kligerman in the white and blue NBC Sports number one. Inside of him, that was the 88 of Brad Davies in the orange and black. A big slide out of the 15 right in front of Davies. Davies is going to take the spot. The one of Parker Kligerman. Parker, I hate to tell you, but I think he's holding up some traffic right here. Well, he's right in the thick of things, and Parker's going to get on the back end of that Jim Beaver eSports entry. Michael Grilli out of 74. Hurst is sideways in front of him, so you want to talk about being in the Hornet's nest. That's where Parker is. The 33 car, Ben Nelson, going to follow him through on the outside. Chris Shearbert up there as well, but it does look like Parker is going to be able to clear this exchange. Uh, this is a battle back at about 22nd on back. The battle for the race lead on once again, and we kind of teased to it before the break there. Logan Clampett was one of the drivers making some of these early moves. He's kind of battling the clock here with about eight laps left to go until we get that cross flags point at a competition to caution. Is he going to be able to make a play for the race lead before then? It's a half a car length difference between first and second. Conti still preferring the outside. Here's Clampett down low, side by side for the race lead. 99, though, can't hold on to it. Oh, and Novak, heavy contact in the wall back in third. That is going to hurt that six cars performance as Clampett continues to battle for the lead. Started six. He's gained four positions, looking for gain, to try to gain five. Seven laps, now six laps until the competition yellow. And Steve, I'd like to get some confirmation on uh, whether the all-star race also counts towards the bonus program that Kligerman and Burton are putting out for their drivers. So... If so, Clampett's going out there and trying to earn some money, still battling here. And this is where they know a caution's coming out in five laps. So they're testing the, the waters. Okay, where's their car better, high or low? And they got five laps to figure it out to really set up for the last 45 laps where it counts. And we see Parker with some damage. Yeah, Parker that damage has is going to hinder contact. him for the rest of this race, Steve. It's not just going to get fixed up. Uh, he has an opportunity when we have pit stops to come down, but he's going to just like real life, he's going to have to sit in his box to get that car repaired. So keeping your car clean and you see the piece of contact there with the ball is just as critical in the sim as it is on the race weekends. Yeah, they're three wide there. I'm not sure Parker knew they were three wide. And with that contact from behind, I really think Parker didn't know he was three wide, squeezed the two cars on the bottom, and you see the contact right there as we look back at the lead. Some other names, though, that have really moved up back in eighth, ninth, tenth. You have Mullis, Luza, both up three spots. You know, three more laps until the halfway. I think they're just trying to work up, try to gain some track position. This will be live pit stops at the break. I'm sure every driver will opt for four tires, but the pit stop and how good that pit stop is is a little bit random, a little bit adjustment 
A little bit adjustment uh, dependent as well. There you have the four, the Latard Esports entry, and Nathan Lyon, he's holding traffic up, I think, a little bit right here. Mullis has gained three spots right behind him in that white and blue car, and now Mullis is under attack by Luza. Luza in that 53 machine ran so well at Iowa. Evan was right up front. It was a half a car length difference, I think, between the 53 car going to victory lane and you saw Nick Ottinger get the better of him. So loses one of those drivers, started 12th, runs 9th right now. That is trying to work his way through the field, bottom not working. So a surprising amount of cars have got the inside look at including for the race lead again. Clampett is searching to go down to the inside. Michael Conti preferring that higher groove here at Rocket Am. Now he'll go down to shut the door and it'll be 44 laps complete this time. Time by, led by the Junior Motorsports Chevrolet out in front. They'll have the upper hand on the number 99 machine there, and they are going to ring around as the caution flag comes out. And competition caution halfway home in this EDAS Car iRacing All Star Race, and we'll hit the pause button. Pit stops do up next, and the second half of action coming up on NASCAR America on NBCSN. Welcome back tomorrow at 6 Eastern here on NBCSN. It's the premiere of The Wood Brothers, a new documentary that tells the story of NASCAR's longest running team. You don't want to miss it, and we don't want to miss what happens next in this all-star race. Live eNASCAR iRacing at Virtual Rockingham happening right now, getting ready to, to go back to green. We're going to see the final, oh, about, what, about 42 laps to go. Now, Parker Kligerman is in the race. Parker, what happened in that first half? Uh, well, I, I did everything I shouldn't have done. I burnt up my tires. Um, then I got stuck the outside. I tr didn't know I was three wide. I got wrecked, or I did the wrecking. I'm not sure. Uh, but I'm 29th now coming to this restart. I got four new tires, new car, quick reset. I feel like this is my time to make the push. Um, but I, I, I'm not optimistic, to be honest. So I, I've just done everything wrong. All right, we got Parker Kligerman in the race, AJ Allmendinger here in studio, Steve Letarte in Charlotte. But just for note, Parker's drivers now, since the bonus program yes. is out there for real, are now 1-4. So Parker, all-star right, all-star race, you pay double if you oh, wins. Wow, you're always spending my money. Thank you. That's Appreciate right. This it. is an all-star race at Virtual Rockingham for the second half uh, of this race. Let's go back to Evan Pisacco. Well, we saw a pass for the race lead as we were away under the commercial break. It was Logan Clampett who came out of the pit lane ahead of Michael Conti. So he's in control for this restart. Green flag back in the air. 40 more laps to go still from Rockingham. We saw how difficult, impossible maybe even it was for the 99 to complete the pass on the inside of Conti. They're side by side for the race lead now. Can Clampett break free using that inside line? He's got the advantage and at a turn number four, new race leader first time tonight it is logan clampett under green getting ahead of that junior motorsport chevrolet of michael conti a lot of side-by-side -side action still in the top 10 top five the five of bambusa dropping back the williams esports car the 18 machine that's a jgr entry for bobby zelensky everybody trying to get what they can off of this final restart steve this is going to be your last and maybe best opportunity to have this many cars close on you as we get set for a long run to the end but conti's not done He'll He'll go back to the race lead, side by side, but the eight car, now the one trying to look on the inside. 
Yeah, Conti in the blue with the white hood. The pink numbers falls in line in second. He's going to look to the bottom again. Logan Clampett in that white car with the blue number 99 on the roof running in the second position. No, he's back to the lead. A good battle for the lead. And as this happened, Novak closes in. And that's Nathan Lyons back there in the bright orange number four. We have four cars battling right up front. You want to talk about the stakes? That's one of your Latard Esports drivers. Nathan Lyon there in fourth. Of course, the Parker Kligerman, uh, Burton Kligerman entry up on the outside with Parker. The 99 car in the battle for the race lead. Sandwiched in between them is the Roush Fenway Ford of Zach Novak. So a lot of seasoned veterans up here at the front. But Michael Conti is making the inside line work. He had left the inside open so many laps. Clampett peaked a couple of times to try to make a position. And the eight car is going to get the job. Done. So Michael Conti back to the race lead, but how long will it last? Novak now up the inside. He'll challenge not only with the 99 at Clampett for second, but to the inside of the 8 of Conti for the race lead. Zach Novak started second in this race, but the outside line on the green flag it did not pay due dividends to him. Let's see what he can do as now we're two by two. The top four spots all within a tenth of a second of each other, and it's Novak the better hand on the inside. He'll lead at the completion of 55 laps. Yeah, throw a blanket over the front four, two by two. The four seems to be struggling to hold the bottom back there in row two, but there you have it. Novak in the sixth, the Roush Fenway. Oscar Meyer entry goes to the lead. Now he's going to hug that yellow line running around the bottom as that light blue, pink number, number eight, Michael Conti out of the Junior Motorsports camp tries to run down the six out of the Roush Fenway camp. And they're still side by side for third. You have Logan Clampett and Nathan Lyon. Basically, Parker Kligerman's team on the outside, my team on the inside. You know, hope there was no contact here. Although Parker Kligerman and Burton, they have the 99 and the 77. They're running in the fourth and fifth position. Yeah, I found it interesting. Logan Clampett able to take the lead that first 45 laps, that first stage. He was able just to hug the yellow line. And I thought once he got to the lead, He'd be really strong holding that line, whether he missed the apex into three and got a little wide or he tried to run that second lane. For whatever reason, he got off the bottom. And because of that, we see now battling to try to hold on to third with Nathan Lyon. So uh, you got his teammate, Ashton Crowder, right there as we got another battle for the lead, Evan. It's a revolving door up here. Michael Conti at the top spot, taken away by that number six Ford of Zach Novak. But the eight machine on the inside wants to go right back at it. And he's trying way down on the inside again. It's a rough way to get around here at Rocket M. These tires are only going to continue to get worse and worse as the run goes on. So maybe that's what played into a factor, how the eight car was able to hold off numerous challenges when he was out in front. But the six car maintains, and Zach Novak next time by will see 30 laps to go as he rockets down Thunder Alley and into turn number three, starting to see a little bit of separation. It was that four-way battle for the race lead not that long ago. Well, now it's just those two cars up front trying to pull away. Clampett's keeping him on his third. Nathan Lyon into number four car is fourth position, and we already mentioned Ryan Lewis, a runner-up from the EDAS Car I Race at All-Star Race a month ago at Iowa. He started in 12th, but here he comes in the number five spot. So he'll be the next driver to pose the challenge to the four at Nathan Lyon. Taking that higher line in three and four. We'll see if this does become a side-by-side -side battle shortly. It's a half a car length difference between these two down into turn one. You mentioned the name, Evan Luza, back there in fifth, plus seven positions over the course of the race. That blue with the green numbers, you can just see him there in the distance. 
Looks like he's pretty good. And 28 laps to go at Rockingham. That's like 100 at a normal mile and a half racetrack. This place is bumpy. It's old. It's worn out. We have another battle for the lead. And as these two battle, they're just using up those tires. Luza now inside Nathan Lyon back there for the fourth position. We'll see if he can complete the pass. You see two wide for the lead and two wide for fourth. Now the lead gets sorted out and Lyon with a defensive move to the bottom. I'm interested yeah, to see here with, to with the inside didn't work there. They both went low, AJ. Neither worked. Conti to the inside of Novak, losing to the inside of Lyon. They weren't able to make it stick. Yeah, and I, I was just going to point out, I'm interested to see how aggressive Michael uh, Conti is. He's third in the championship. This is an all-star race, but he has zero wins so far this year. So is this a big deal to him? Does this give him the momentum if he's able to get this win, even though it's an all-star race, to take it to the rest of this championship and go out there and get some wins? and be able to, to really contend because it's tough when you don't have any wins. Yeah, you're up front consistently, but you don't have that confidence that you can get the job done. So this is a big deal, I feel like, for Michael Conti. A past series champion, multi-time race winner in the EDAS car, Piquena Freeze iRacing Series, but without one so far in 2019. So, well, this won't count as a win in your in as he battles in the playoffs. It would certainly feel good if he could bring this one into victory lane. He got the day off from work with the Hendrick Auto Group, so they're cheered him on racing today in that number two spot. And it's really tough to tell if this was the first run where we were able to see Conti defend out for the race lead for a good amount of time. I'd say the six at Ovax, but in a pretty good spot. We've seen at least three or four passes for the race lead, just off for the restart, Steve, after the half halfway point so maybe these guys have figured something out again the track is the most rubbered in it's been all night long even single file now not everybody is sticking it down on that yellow line in practice that was really the only lane you wanted to be in but these race leaders have been widened in this out and again it'll give the eight car an opportunity to look low but just not close enough to do something with it Evan I really believe if you can be patient enough to run the second lane give the guy behind you the bottom allow him to drive in there he can't pass you you have to believe in him, though. He'll be right inside your left rear quarter panel, but that will save those tires. And once again, we see the leaders less than a tenth of a second between them. I like the six of Novak climbing the hill right there. It looks like he's going to lose a position, but on corner exit, he has such good momentum. He should be able to clear the eight right there. Now he goes back a little bit protective around the bottom, and Conti climbs the hill to the second lane to try to get a run down the back stretch. And if they get side by side, don't forget about Logan Clampett. That car in third position is only four tenths off of this battle for the race win. The number six car is going to come this by. 21 laps to go at Rockingham. You're not going to miss a thing. You're watching the EDAS Car iRacing All-Star Race. back live from the virtual Rockingham Speedway for the EDAS Car iRacing All-Star Race. You've been watching the battle for the race win, and we're going to take you all the way through the end of this one. Just 12 laps to go next time by for Zach Novak, the Roush Fenway number 6 Ford out in front of the field trying to hold off that number 8 Chevrolet. That's Michael Conti in the Junior Motorsports camp. But some movements going on behind them. Logan Clampett third, still in the picture. Ryan Luz, a runner-up for 
Marl Star Race a month ago at Iowa. He's been able to get around Nathan Lyon for fourth and fifth. He is on the charge in the flip side tactics Toyota. So a handful of cars feel like they've got a legitimate shot at this one. Next time by 11 laps to go. The inside's open once more. And Conti going to make a play for the race lead. Quarter exit has been the struggle for cars on that inside line. But he's able to keep a nose there all the way down to one. Maybe he's going to force the six car Steve to give him some space to work with. Yeah, the six has climbed the hill. He's gone from the second lane to the third lane. That's an aggressive move. It gives him good corner exit speed, but he does leave the bottom. So here you have it. The right side of your screen, the battle for the lead, the left side of your screen. You're on board with the second place car, that light blue number eight of Michael Conti. You're seeing what he's seeing right here as he works at the bottom of the racetrack. You see right here, it gets a little tight in the middle. And as that happens, the leader drives away. We'll get down at the Three and four, AJ, and we'll see if the second place car decides to climb the hill, maybe work the top. Nope, he goes to the bottom of the racetrack. You can see there, once once the six car, Zach Novak, moved back down to the bottom, it started really messing with the air of Michael Connie. He's starting to get a little bit tight. Logan Clampett, we saw take the lead early on the restart, then move up the racetrack. Has Logan done that on purpose just to save a little bit of tire? Maybe he learned something in that first 45 laps to save a little bit of tire late in this race with nine laps to go coming eight to go zach novak running the middle lane again will he keep giving the bottom to michael connie's he's got to run here evan well that onboard shot with the donnie don you can see how those top two cars are getting closer and closer so zach novak in the six car working the bottom this time so sometimes it's inside sometimes it's outside he's trying to make that car but as wide as he can but they have been fighting for the race lead and this is what happens you're slowing each other down there's the onboard with the 99 car logan clampett is now in the picture he had led off for the race start after gaining the race lead on pit road at our midway point competition to caution had Dropped back as much of a half a second, but he is now within a car length of the bumper of Michael Conti. So three cars throw a blanket on him. Six laps to go this next time around. Even Luza in fourth is not that far away as Clampett again watching Conti go to the inside line. Just unable to carry that speed off of the corner to stay in it. And keep in mind there's about 90,000 active members on the iRacing service. Only the top 40 oval drivers out of all of those get to this the NASCAR Picana Freeze High Racing Series. So these are the very best, Steve, the very best. And of course, this is not points for the Peak Series. They're in their own heated championship battle, but everybody wants to say they won the E-NASCAR iRacing All-Star Race at NBCSN, and we're in the Final Four. Yeah, it's bragging rights. When you take an All-Star Race to live television, these guys, they show week in and week out how good they are, but they want to show everyone watching at home and it is going to be a battle for the final five laps. The front five cars separated by less than a second as we see that six climb the backing, the eight look at the bottom, and as you mentioned, Luza, that green-colored car back there in fourth, don't count him out, the runner-up from Iowa. He's working the top of the racetrack now as we have another side-by-side -side battle for the lead, Evan. Yeah, me and have whole top uh, these five cars within each other by the time this thing's said and done. Three more laps to go this time by. Conti searching on the inside. I have to wonder if I'm Logan Clampett, how patient am I going to be? Here's the first really good run for Michael Conti. Side by side for the race lead at lap 88 and 90. It's the six at Ovac, his Ford, trying to hold off the eight of Michael Conti down low. The Donnie Donna Clampett in third. Here comes Luza. Here comes Lion. They're all in the picture down. 
now, coming to just two more laps to go. But the six, is he going to be without help? Here comes the 99 to the inside now. Clampett's tired of waiting around. He'll go three wide for the race lead. And the eight car is going to have to dive in line behind Novak just to save himself. And is this going to hand Zach Novak the race win? Side by side for second. It's a bobble by Clampett. The 99 falls back. Here comes the 53 of Ryan Luza to the outside. So this battle for third and even fourth and fifth with Lyon back there is going to go all the way to the end. But white flag in the air. Final time around at Rockingham. Three wide for third behind the battle for the race lead. They are strung out trying to get every single spot they can. But Zach Novak has a two-car length lead into three to four. Conti going to drive to the inside with a last-ditched effort for the race win. He'll try to make it stick on the inside, but he'll get two sideways. And Novak on the outside. Winner of the EDAS Car I Racing All-Star Race today at Rockingham. It is the Roush Fenway driver, a former Enas Car Ignite Series champion who gets the job done. Conti, oh so close in that junior motorsport Chevy, was able to make the inside stick, but Steve, you could see he was in the throttle. The back end of that race car would just not settle down, and because of that, it's the 6 Ford who's coming by to celebrate on the front straightaway. What a finish. I wondered if they would keep it clean or if we might see some paint traded. They kept it clean, and as you mentioned, the top lane, I thought he had it won easily, and next thing you know, the, ran, the run on the bottom made it closer than I was expecting at the line. What a great lap by the second-place finisher, Michael Conti. What a finish these two have put on right there. Novak, points leader in the Peak Series, shows why he's the points leader, comes out and wins the second-ever Peak Series All-Star Race. Novak the winner, Conti loses a Clampett, and Nathan Lyon and some donuts. He's getting pretty good at these, Evan. Yeah, he's certainly had a lot of experience. A multi-time race winner this season. You mentioned left our race on Tuesday at Darlington as the series leader in the playoffs as he tries to fight for a $40,000 prize in the Peak Series. But tonight he gets to call himself an Enas Car iRace All-Star Race winner. No back on top this afternoon for the virtual Rocky to Ham Speedway. the finish but I hear Ashton made a run at it Logan was running well you didn't see it because you were in the same well, I was racing. racing yeah no I, I they were at the front of the field I you know was the caboose at the other end of the field apparently so I thought I thought they may get around you to where you could block the leader so Ooh. your drivers had a chance to, to take the lead I was I was thinking about pulling that but I, I wasn't ready <laughs> Well, we do have the uh, the winner joining us. Uh, we said he's from Clinton, Connecticut. That's actually about an hour away from us here up I-95. You're so fast, Zach. Next time we expect you to, to get in your actual car and come here and join us in studio. That's how fast you were today. <laughs> Thank you, Krista. Um, I mean, I don't even have a driver's license yet. So. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Good point. Good point. All right, don't do what I said then. But how did you – I mean, that finish was incredible. How were you able to, uh, to hold him off? Well, I mean, it was extremely hard to pass, but Conti's a very, very good driver, and he kept putting pressure on me, and 
I just tried to hold the top as best as I could and uh, make it hard for him. And I mean, the the top line came in pretty good there, I, a lot better than I expected. And we luckily had a really good finish there for uh, everybody watching. And it was really fun to race with him and uh, battle side by side for most of that run. Yeah, Zach, I noticed that, you know, over the last really 10 laps, you would change up your line from bottom to the top. What was the determining factor of where you were going to run each corner? Because the bottom looked quicker, but it looked like when you'd run the top, obviously the guys on the inside would burn the tires off. Yeah, I think the, the top was definitely slower uh, at the end there. I think the bottom was definitely the better line, but the top obviously gave me the opportunity to hold him off better and I think the bottom just didn't really handle as good there, so I, I elected for the top in those final laps, and I felt like I could hold them off a little bit better there. Hey, Zach, Steve Letard here. So the, the field is filled with a wide variety of experience. You're one of the drivers that has real-world racing experience from quarter midget championships. Does the real-world racing help you when you get into your sim rig? A lot, yeah. Um, when, I, when I started racing at five years old, I never really knew what this would turn into, obviously, since I was just a little kid, and um to come out here and, and do this and put on a show for live television it's it's crazy it's so surreal and uh, the quarter midget experience definitely helped out a lot when i when i got on irising and it allowed me to i feel like gotta jump get a jump start and um really push my sim racing career to what it is now well, thank you, Zach, very much for that show you put on for us today. Congratulations on today's win. And uh, we know we're going to see you probably in a couple of weeks hmm. because we have a big announcement to make. Now, you've seen two eNASCAR iRacing All-Star events here on NBCSN. But these guys are in a points battle for the championship. Zach leading the points. And on October 10th, we're going to show the season finale. Live right on here, they're live. racing for an over $100,000 prize pool. Zach Novak at 16 years old might be the one to get that done. He's been very impressive this year. AJ, I can't wait for that. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I, I, I do have a question. $100,000 on the line. Steve, yeah. do, you, uh, do you think they'll be as clean as they were today? <laughs> well, they won't be clean, but the other thing is the race will be longer. Their crew chiefs will have to call the right strategy. The sponsors will have to pay attention. When you put tires on, it's a full-fledged race, just like the cup cars. We're going to see what entire team comes out on top. Well, Zach Novak, today's winner. And if you liked what you saw today, visit enascar.com for live races and in-depth coverage again Thursday, October 10th, right here on NBC and SN. It's the season championship for eNASCAR. Next up for us, Darlington. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is back. He's going to be on set with us tomorrow for Fan Friday. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed the virtual show. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability.